Okay. Hi, guys. Welcome to a new episode. You know, you guys have a beverage because I'm drinking black coffee. (laughs) I'm drinking grapefruit seltzer water. That's my favorite thing. I'm so happy. You've made me happy. (laughs) These morning podcasts, Mm -hmm. I feel like early on, what really gave us some boom was that we were drinking and it was late at night. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) So, sober at 10 o'clock in the morning, we're relying on just content here. (laughs) Maybe I'll go drink, Mm -hmm. maybe I'll go drink some boozy eggnog. Maybe you should. Yeah. There you go. In your your golden bathrobe and golden slippers. (laughs) (laughs) I have to tell the listeners, I spent $50 on a small jar of eggnog. And he means like (laughs) an eight ounce jar. I think, it's six, I think it might be 16. Okay. <laughs> what possibly went into that that made hang it $50? On, well, hang I think on, it's, Ryan. I, As the owner of a $350 bottle of beer, <laughs> <laughs> can you really criticize the $50 eggnog? I don't know what's well, in it. I know what went into my $300 bottle of beer. A lot of work and talent. I know there's I'm like asking there's you. like whiskey and I bet it's I bet it's decent stuff. And they might – I don't know if they do their own or not. I didn't really do a lot of research there. Um, it was too crowded. Rick did say they were um, having a special that if you eggnog? spent $80 on eggnog, they gave you a free pork sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> nope. It was four pot stickers. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, anyway. All right. We are here. Oh, oh. We watched a movie. We did. Get used to it. This is the year of over 50% movies. Well... Degrees. 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 No, this is the year of six sixty percent over fifty degree movies. <laughs> right. What sure. is the difference between degrees and percent? Who is that? Uh, it sounds like Bert Kreischer. <laughs> it was not Bert Kreischer, oh. but uh, it was another podcast I listened to. <laughs> they were talking about what the difference between degrees and percent was, and I thought it was relevant. <laughs> um. So before we, uh, what movie did we watch? We watched Totally Killer totally at your killer. recommendation. So a movie that was made um, just last year in 2023. Yep. Something new for you, right? Yeah. Something take place in modern times. <laughs> okay. <laughs> are we going to get into uh, it or do you have some trivia, Rick? Um, I have some trivia if you guys want to do trivia. <laughs> well, that's our MO. Sure. All right. Do you know what MO stands uh, for? Yeah. Modus operandi. operandi. Yeah, what did you think? We think we were dumb. Well, I knew Ryan knew. I didn't. I thought you were dumb. <laughs> you thought you thought that we were going to play our podcast characters in the real world. I, I thought you were going to try and think of English words, not know the Latin, <laughs> not British English word, not British words. Never mind. Yeah. No, wait, wait right. to make me. I have certain exposures in my life to the British language. Wait, wait to try and make me look stupid with that comment. Eh? <laughs> Oh, all right, Bill. Uh, we're gonna play the the tried and true clamometer game. Okay. Cue the music. Cue, cue the cue the long drop. Bill, what? You have to get this dead on. Worth one to three points for gambling, Bill. Where on the clamometer on degrees does Pee Wee's Big Adventure? Sit currently, <laughs> yes, one according to this kilometer. Uh-huh. 
And you have no idea when that Clemometer was last updated. Uh, since we watched Pee Wee. Okay, and you say one point, Ryan? <laughs> yes. I'm going to say 11. You know, that's wrong, but I think it might be right. But from this, <laughs> it says seven. Uh, Pee Wee is currently at 8.5. Okay, perfect. So that he still was wrong. I like it. I have seven listed. Rick, that clamometer dates to about December 2022. Perfect. Is when we stopped using the paper clamometer. I like it. I should give you all these stats. You should put them all in your spreadsheet. Oh, that'd be fun. Then we could frame this and hang it up in the museum. Mm-hmm. The podcast museum. The podcast I get to decipher what the fuck. Bill, have you seen the movie Road Warrior before? Uh, I'm going to throw you a surprise answer on this one. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, this isn't. You're not going to love this question. <laughs> Vernon Wells, who played the Lord General, reprises his role in what movie? He played the Lord General in what? Road Warrior. <laughs> Uh, three. Vernon Wells. Wait, I'm gonna give you one more. Uh, Did we watch he essentially movie? wears the he essentially wears the same makeup, mohawk, mesh tank tops, and lots of studded leather. What is this? this is a yes. movie we watched. Yes, and this role was in this movie of this gentleman, Vernon Wells, who played Lord General in okay, Road I have Warrior. No idea what Road Warrior is. I same no makeup, same mohawk, Vernon mesh Wells. tank top, and studded leather. Escape from New York. Incorrect. The answer is weird science. <laughs> okay. Cool. <laughs> All right. The the answer is always weird science when you don't know. Um, Just keeping score here. So I have you have four, three, four, four, three from that one, four. Yep, 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 yep. Four. And we're playing to fifteen again. Usually fifteen. All right. Usually we play to fifteen. Yep. Um, Bill. Also, to be exact. Again, no, you can be within one on either end. What plus or minus one? What rank did you degrees did you give Forget Paris? One. 85. It's more than one, Ryan. Nailed it. <laughs> Double points. Yeah, I knew he was going to get it. <laughs> oh, yeah, he gets two points. Um, Ryan three, Bill two. I think you have four, Ryan. I think you're real bad at keeping score. <laughs> <laughs> I just want, I want to win fair well, and square. Well, so normally when I keep... Okay, Bill? Normally when I keep score, I keep score from my game where there's only one point okay. for anybody ever. I like to use Bill, chicken scratch the... marks with random numbers of lines. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Bill, what is the country club name in Caddyshack? Three. Remember, gambling is illegal there. Oh, I... It's some sort of double entendre with the word wood, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. The hardwood. The hardwoods. Ah, uh, so close. Bushwood. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> Bushwood. Bill, what high school do the Breakfast Club attend? Ooh, uh, I'm going to say three on that one as well. Bayside. Shermer High School. Oh, right, I was thinking... Um, um, Bill, Bill, what city does a breakfast club live in? Three. City and state. Pittsburgh, Ohio. Nope. (laughs) Shermer, Illinois. (laughs) 
yeah. Did you win? Uh, I have 13. All right. Bill, what Bill is, still has two. Bill, what is the dog's name in Smokey and the Bandit? One. Uh, he's a big bat in town. Uh, I have no idea. Uh, Smokey. <laughs> <laughs> nope, that's what the cops are. Uh, his name oh, wait, is Fred. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, I was going to say uh, Snowball. What, what are you going to, you, <laughs> yep, nope, that's not him either. <laughs> nope, nope. <laughs> Um, All right, I'm at 14. Bill's still at two. Bill, the main character of Full Metal Jacket's name was Private What? Two. Joker? The mi- yes, nailed it. Bill four, Ryan 14. Bill, the gentleman who killed himself in Full Metal Jacket was Private What? One. Uh, I have no idea. Um... Uh, don't say weird science. Right. Um, it was, uh, what's his name? Uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, right? Right. Yes, that's his, that's his name! That's his name! Sure, you okay. can have the point. I'll give him the point. Okay, last question. Bill 5, Ryan what, Ford. What, what I think is the last private question. What? No, Private Pile. Oh. Bill, what is the name, finish this name, of the African-American gentleman in um, Full Metal Jacket? Private what? Three. There's the main one. Is his name. I think so. I don't know. It's been years since I've seen that movie. I didn't memorize all their names. I also haven't, I haven't seen it in years either. Yeah, and I know their names. Times. Um, private. I've seen it like four times. Private. <laughs> Private parts. <laughs> no, Brian. Do you know the answer to this one? No, oh, wait! I, I used Private my challenge. Snowball. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Private Snowball. Private Snowball. Ryan wins trivia. I had to go for it because you just said Snowball. Right, right. All right. You should have used your challenge, Bill. Yeah, Bill. You should use your challenge. I was trying to. Rick cut me off. Hey, that went quick. That was quick. Rick trivia. All right. We watched a movie. Totally killer. Does anybody, did anybody know this movie before I assigned it to them? Nope. All right. Bill, did you? Nope. Never heard of it. His had phone no definitely where, didn't. Had no idea where it came from. Don't know who made it. Okay, great. Was it in well, the theaters? Or was this a um, direct-to-streaming I, service? Like. I'm not, I think it might've been, I don't know. I think it might've had a quick run, but I think it was mostly just straight to um, Amazon. It might've been straight to Hulu or Amazon or whatever it was. Yeah. I think it was on Amazon. Um, I think Amazon studios might've even made it. Okay. So yeah, it's straight to, straight to Amazon. Cool. So uh, this is the year that we're trying to give you movies you like. And I, but I don't want to just, you know, cupcake it and give you easy movies. So I figured I'd do a little, a little slasher movie, right? I think I called it a horror movie to you, but I don't know if you call it a horror movie well, per se. Let's let's talk about that because what, what you did okay. was you called it a horror movie, and then yep. a couple days later, when I referred to it as a horror movie, you were like, "It's not a horror movie, you idiot!" <laughs> right, right, yeah. That's exactly what it means. That's how it works. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you've ever been in this conversation before, but that's what we do. 
Um, I feel like I've been in this conversation I mean, I get, before. Okay. What's a horror movie? I think a horror movie is definitely like the aim of the movie is to scare you. Right? The, the purpose of the movie is to horrify you. I guess I should say. Like, so either to do it through fear or through gore or shock, right? The point of a horror movie is to to horrify you more than anything else. It's to get that gut reaction of, of horror or fear to come from you. And that's that's not what this movie is. This this movie is also okay. trying to be funny and this movie is trying to tell a story. It just involves, you know, uh, a, a brutal serial killer. What about Scream? Yeah, same thing. Scream and this are both not horror movies. They're, they're, you don't think anybody gets scared of Scream? I'm not, no, but I think people get scared of uh, Little Dinosaur or whatever it's called, right? It, it doesn't matter if <laughs> some people are scared by it, right? My wife is terrified by E.T. Um, okay. But what matters... It's the finger, <laughs> huh? The bony <laughs> finger? His face and everything. Uh, it's, um, it's that that's not the point, Right. The aim of Scream was to have fun with the genre or to, to poke fun almost. It's almost satire of a horror movie, right? Um, because it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's like pop horror. <laughs> but it does, it does follow all the rules of horror in that, in that same aspect, right? It makes up the rules of horror they say that stuff- follows them. Sure. Well, but there are rules. It calls them out. Yeah. Uh, Rick, would you say Texas Chainsaw Massacre is a horror movie or a slasher movie? Uh, a horror movie. Did you say horror? See, I, was, or I horror would agree with you there. With <laughs> when you look when you look at the um, IMDb for this, the first two things it says is slasher horror, then teen horror, then comedy, then horror. So hmm. it does, you know, and in your words, this is not a horror. Movie. Well, it's a, I said it's a slasher movie with this a slasher horror, which, mm-hmm. you know, this whole getting into the weeds on no, subgenres this, gets a little tricky with, right, sometimes. Right. And here's, <laughs> yeah. here's the whole problem with this conversation. <laughs> if I say it's a horror movie, you'll argue with me about why it's not a horror movie. And if I say it's definitely right. not a horror movie, you'll be like, well, this page here calls it horror three times. I actually just did I that. Know. Yeah, I know. Right. I know. Objection, Your Honor. Argumentative. I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. No, you're literally I'm just disagreeing, disagreeing with you. <laughs> right. Um, Finding new ways to disagree with each other. So this education of Bill podcast. Let me tell you this. So I watched this movie by myself without. I wasn't going to do it for the podcast, but then I was like, let's do it for the podcast. And then I watched it again. Mm-hmm. With my wife. I watched this movie twice in the last week and a half. Okay. Okay. So if that helps at all. Um, Not really. I liked it both times. And let's get talking about it. I think we don't have enough listeners to worry about spoilers. Right. So I think we should just go for it, right? <laughs> um, do you like, Bill, do you like time travel movies? I, I, it was real interesting that time travel all of a sudden became a part of this movie. <laughs> 
Yeah. Right? It was like, oh, here we have a like return of the serial killer 30 years later type of horror movie. And then all of a sudden it was like, let's I'm building a time machine in this can we <laughs> right. can we address the idea of Billy's boardwalk for a second here? What is going on? <laughs> sure. I don't know. What is it makes happening no sense. in this place? Like like well, in the eighties there were not places like that. Just just like that was the local hangout, and it's just twenty four seven free admittance carnival games everywhere and rides. <laughs> Well, you got to pay for the game when you and the rides when you get to buy tickets. Sure, they had a ticket booth. Sure, yeah, for the rides, but there was no like. Well, and the games probably. The, but the thing wasn't like fenced in or walled off. There was no gate of entry. It was just like, oh yeah, people just go hang out there all the time, right? So it was just like well, that's what you do, like a carnival at the mall, for a period of time. There's never like a permanent carnival well, sure, but at this, the mall. But in this small town, they had it there, and then it got you know what, and also maybe it just. Well, I guess they had the Billy's Beaver out there, right? And like, um, all you know what? Actually, still well, running thirty years later. The, well, but there's also Coney Island, Santa Monica Pier. Those kind of places all exist, and that's kind of the same thing. I guess where where was this supposed to take place? Uh, no. Oh, I, well, weirdly, they never say, right. except they do show a Washington license plate on mm-hmm. the back of that guy's van, <laughs> and it's the County of Vernon. <laughs> yeah. So Vernon County, Washington. Is it Mount Vernon? In case you're wondering. Did, were they just confused? Yeah. They thought, I guess. They, someone saw once Mount Vernon and figured, oh, there must be a town <laughs> of Vernon next to that mountain. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> well, and of course it's set in the Northwest because the killer, serial killer's there, right? Right. right. Yeah. Okay. I, Bill, now I haven't confirmed this, but I'm 90% sure. Do you know what that mask is? No. No idea. Ryan, do you? No. Okay, maybe I'm wrong then. Is that a Max Headroom mask? No, it's it's, it's not esque. Okay, it's is in it Johnny? Style, is it but it's Johnny Dangerous? Wait, no, what's his name? There's a cartoon character. Oh, Johnny Bravo. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. It's not that either. Yes, yeah. is that who it is? No. Uh, no. You know, another thing that's super weird about that mask is that yeah, everyone who was wearing that mask put a real earring in the ear of the mask. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe it came that way. Maybe, but that's real weird because that doesn't happen. <laughs> right. Um, um, okay, so here's okay. here's the thing about the time traveling. Um, it added an interesting wrinkle and I liked the... Uh, I like this wrinkle. <laughs> I liked... Actually, I said that word for word out loud when the time travel happened. I was like, oh, I like this. <laughs> to who? Okay. I do, of course, I do, do my own drops live. <laughs> right. Um, but I, is that making what jazz? What I liked was as she changed things, the Mandela effect in the future that caused them to remember things differently and that helped them track what she was doing in the past. That was kind of fun. Right. So mm-hmm. that was cool. Um, What's what's the most overplayed the, part of this movie that it just gets obnoxious? Uh, I didn't like the CGI stabbing. Well, I just I got so annoying. sick of her like shock at the unwokeness of the eighties, right? Like, it, I don't think she's shocked mm. by it. I think she's just no. I think because I think I think it's and funny. Offended every single moment, like like well, like she, but doesn't like she she's she's this like super 
together teenage girl and yet somehow is like completely unaware that the world has ever been different than the year in which she lives like the single year in which she lived sure Mm. but like that you have to run with that joke because it's funny and it's pretty like the things she observes are pretty true the lack of security and lack of verification stuff is the funniest part yes right Sure, that's yeah, funny. Yeah. How about how about when she's like gets there and she's just like, and there's the racism right. with no, the that's funny too. But yeah. that's funny, like unwanted touch, and you can't keep calling her fat Tina or whatever. <laughs> well, okay, but that's okay. But people nowadays are learning how many how no, to they aren't people. The, so, no, people our huh? age are learning how to do that these days. Have you met high schoolers today? Well, high okay, schoolers are sure, still wicked and horrible and <laughs> completely poli- like <laughs> dropping end bombs to each other and calling each other fat and shaming each other. Like they do it for right. attention and they do it for shock value. It's it's as bad as it ever was in the middle schools and high schools yeah. right now. Well, it's still have, it's still funny to call out how girls. bad it was. I've seen it on both ends, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. One thing I thought about this that going back to the 80s part is this is a real diverse 80s town there were it it felt a little disingenuous there like there's all colors of the rainbow in this 80s town i mean that's not my experience maybe they're (laughs) right a small Um, town a small rural town is gonna have diversity also um i know some small towns are kind of like this but from the 80s, 1987 to 2023, every single person in the town is still living in the town. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. every well, single yeah. person is still there. <laughs> and yeah. they all know each yeah. other. It was a pretty nice town. It looks like property values have gone up probably after a while. Um, okay, let's, let's get out of the minutia of who lives in Vernon. Mm-hmm. Um, the time travel parts of this movie are fun because I like that they, you know, when she's like, am I going to disappear? And they're like, no, back to the future was wrong yeah. on that. Like, I'm glad that they had back to the future. Like, okay. When I was watching this movie, I texted some people and was like, you should watch this movie. And they're like, what is it? And I was like, well, it's kind of like scream and back to the future. And I think I, what else did I say? Something else. And then literally within two minutes, they referenced those exact same mm-hmm. movies. And I'm like, Oh, mm-hmm. they know what yeah. they're doing here. Yeah. It's not just me. Like, um, and I don't know. I found it funny. I did like all of the people smoking. Right. That, that like lady that picked her up in the car smoking. and that my yeah. favorite part of that scene when the, she was hotboxing that car with cigarette smoke was when she pulls away and her two little kids are sitting in the back, just like staring at the window and you can barely see <laughs> this them. Is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the BJ jokes were very funny yeah. the whole time. <laughs> they did a lot of those. I found those funny. He comes out of there. <laughs> just, just going like you're going to blow somebody. <laughs> Um, I oh the another funny thing if we're trying to find funny parts to this movie was it's not hard to do. At the cabin and she's like making cocktails and she like fills that glass yeah. of vodka. She puts a splash <laughs> of orange juice in, takes it, and she's like, oh, and then it adds vodka to it. <laughs> yeah, more vodka. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, I also liked when the Killer Instinct band changed to a waterbed away. But yeah, yeah. let's talk about it after okay, the break some more. Break. Check out. Shit, I forgot what it's called. 
It's in Portland. It's the hair place. Um, man, they've been sponsoring us for two years. What's it called? <laughs> um, uh, it's called Hairpin Salon. That's what it's called. Yeah. Check out Hairpin Salon in Portland. Google it. Hey, you guys. Can we talk about, hey, can we talk hey, about the Mandela effect for a minute? Sure. Why not? Have, have you like read about it in the past? Yep. Like, yep. What, uh-huh. what, what do you think about it? Well, I think it speaks to whether or not you're a believer in time travel and alternate dimensions, right? I, I think people's brains are just faulty. I think memories are not as right. objective as they think we are. And memories can be influenced and they can be manipulated and they can be incorrect. So I, I think it's just more, yeah, that was a common mistake, right? But how, but how does it happen that it's, Multiple. you know, pretty widespread? Like, well, like the Bernstein bears. Sure. Because, yeah. because Bernstein is a common name that makes sense. And that's just how reading works, even though it's right. actually Bernstein and no one's ever heard of Bernstein. Well, it's actually, like, it's actually bear. It's actually Berenstain. Okay. But yeah, same thing. Um, right? um like, okay. So when I was a kid, uh, yep. I was reading, uh, Charlie and the chocolate factory at school. Yep. Right. And I was talking about that book with my mom. Mm-hmm. And I said something about like, it makes me want to read other books by Roald Dahl. And she was right. like, it's Ronald Dahl. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> sure. And I was like, no, it's not. My sister was like, yes, it is. It's Ronald. <laughs> and I was like, no, it's like Roald. And they were like, no, no one's named Roald. It's Ronald. <laughs> and right. so it's, they, it's not like that was a change thing. It's always been Roald Dahl. It's just what the brain does and how it forms memories and, associations with things that things are familiar. Right. Because so when I used to hear about it, I'd be like, well, that's just because people are stupid sometimes. Cause there's just, mm-hmm. there's some like examples that I'm like, well, that's just dumb. Cause I don't, I didn't think Nelson Mandela died in prison. Right. Right. Like that's, I never thought that. Right. You were like, um, who's Nelson Mandela? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and there's also some stuff where I'm like, I've heard some other ones that I'm like lame, but then the other day I decided to just look up like, I, or no, I heard someone else talking about this on another podcast recently. And I was like, they said something. I was like, no, there's no way that's a real Mandela effect thing. Cause that's, they're wrong. Like I was like, nope, I know this is for sure. Did you know that? Uh, well, wait, I'll ask you guys. What did Ed McMahon used to be the spokesperson for in the eighties? Uh, there well, were- it's price, uh, Publisher's Clearinghouse, right? But he was also on Star Search, wasn't he? Like, yeah, the, right. Like, well, okay. Announcer. No, but I mean, like, he wasn't the main I, host, but he was like the announcer of Star Search. Yeah, he was the main host of Star Search. He was the announcer on Johnny Carson. But I was more going with what Ryan was saying, Bill. What do you remember him yeah, doing, like, commercial wise? Yeah. Well, no, that was Robin Leach, right? That was Lifestyles Rich and the, Famous. Like, what are you talking about? Are oh, you yes. talking about the like Publisher's Clearinghouse where you present checks? He would yeah. present checks to people yeah. Yeah. that filled out stuff in the magazine. Yeah, he never did that. Okay, <laughs> isn't that crazy? Because <laughs> everyone thinks. I mean, he he did he did work on this other place called American Family Sheet Publishers, mm-hmm. um, hmm. but not Publishers Clearinghouse, and he didn't give those checks out. And who, everyone thinks he did? did. Who did the checks? I don't think it was like I don't think it was anybody like famous. There's like commercials, right? But that's what I'm saying is like. 
the person who did it maybe looked like him. And that's the association that people have. Well, I think he just worked for a thing. It's just weird. That one was blowing my mind because I would definitely think that he did publish a clearinghouse. Um, uh, yeah, I still think he did. <laughs> right. Even though yeah. you told me yeah. that he did. I know you don't believe me because I didn't believe myself. But then I looked it up again and it's like, yeah, nope, he wasn't involved with that. Um, mm. I, I liked the part to, I liked that they described time as, you know, jumping into a river but the river keeps flowing mm-hmm. i'm actually reading a book mm-hmm. to my kids right now and they just they just quoted somebody in the book and they said the, a man never walked in the same river twice and I'm like that makes sense how you just it keeps flowing right mm-hmm. um and it's kind of a good i i think that they did like my wife doesn't like time travel movies and i made her watch this anyway and she's like that was a fine amount of time travel because it's not a lot i mean it hinders on time travel but it doesn't go into time travel the space-time continuum stuff and they just use the time travel to get you to the 80s to make an 80s movie right right and okay the ending is a little bit more twisted with like the couple of extra twists that come in there but um yeah it's more just to get the setting right so speaking of the ending i knew that guy was involved from the beginning of the movie and i didn't love that that was how i wish I wish it turned out differently than it did. I didn't, mm. I didn't love him being the main final bad guy. I thought that they tried to yeah, fake. I thought that was dumb. Drop too. the bad guy a couple times, yeah. like, you know, play the music and do the close up or whatever. Right. I thought that was a little heavy handed. Well, and him all of a sudden being back in time when he hadn't been up until that point was weird too. Well, he went back after he, I don't know, killed or hurt that girl, you know, that's which is building oh, the other time machine. So he went back in a second well, yeah. time machine. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That she was building in that video arcade. Um, yeah. So I think that the people did a pretty good job in this. I, oh, can we talk about my favorite part of the movie <laughs> was when I'm just going to spoil the whole thing is when she goes over and she's like, I got this blood from the guy. And he's like, <laughs> what are we going to do with this? And she's like, you know, DNA. She's like, I don't know what that means. And he's like, oh, cool. We'll put it in the BMA <laughs> yeah. database. And like it nerds out. Oh, we're researching. And then he just takes that blood and throws it on the ground. Throws it. Yeah. Oh, that shit is so funny. Okay. Hang that, on a second. Yeah. Okay. We're going to do something here. Uh, oh, great. This is going to be real fun for the people watching. But whatever. Um, yeah, especially the people that aren't yeah. watching. Yeah. It's a Mandela effect. He thinks people watch this podcast. Uh, I've been... Okay, can you guys <clears throat> see my screen? Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so he he did commercials for American Publishing. And, right, but not Publisher and, Clearinghouse. And, and Publisher Clearinghouse is the famous one. Well... Yes, but then I look it up and it's like there's a bunch of episodes of TV shows in the 90s that got it wrong. So they like they kept mentioning, oh, I hope this is Ed McMahon with Publishers Clearinghouse for my big thing. Right. right. They capitalized on the popularity of Publishers Clearinghouse with this American Clearinghouse thing. And it was like the exact same thing. So that's not that's not a Mandela effect thing. Like we said, that is like. Oh, well, but it's everybody's wrong about it. But they're not that. It's like. Oh, yeah, because that was an off-brand one, right? That's like th- remembering uh, the name of a cereal a little bit wrong or something like that. Well, because I don't it think became that, pop culture. 
but I don't think any of the um, Mandela effect stuff is all that critical. And it is all dumb minutia. Right. Garbage. It, it'd be way different if he didn't do giant checks for any publishers. House well, I didn't see any, I didn't thing. see any giant checks on that. No, I just that saw there that they, are, there's commercials with him showing up with balloons and giving people giant checks. Okay. And it's American um, clearinghouse publishing. So you can see how like right. it would get mixed up there. Right. Sure. Yeah. No, I've, well, I've, and I've never felt that the Mandela effect has a lot of, you know, credence in anything. Cause it just seems kind right. of, Oh, but, it's just people but not speaking knowing of stuff. time travel, I love when she like shows up to the girl in the 80s and mm-hmm. she's like, yeah, I'm from the future and I found your notebook, blah, blah, blah. And she was like, okay. She's like, yeah. you're taking this really well. She's like, you don't work on time travel without assuming <laughs> someone's going to come from the future. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, they, I like that they stole, they, they kind of stole a joke from Back to the Future, which was fine too, when she would be like, Okay, mom, mama, Sita. She did because <laughs> yeah. that's in Back to Future when he goes, "Oh, hey, dad, dad, daddy, oh, yeah, <laughs> right." Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe she did want to les out with me. <laughs> uh, were you going to say something, Ryan, before that? Um. Oh, just it was in regards to the P, uh, Publishers Clearinghouse and AFP. Uh, AFP was created as a competitor to Publishers Clearinghouse. Yeah. Yeah. They copied them. Yeah, and so they tried to make themselves look as familiar as they could to steal the fame of the other one. You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, people do that all the time. Um, have you ever, have you ever like searched on Amazon for a movie that hasn't come out yet in the theater, and you get some like off-brand movie that someone rushed to publish? Right? Like, yes, uh, it's really funny to look at those. Right? Yeah. Well, that's kind of like the whole thing with uh, uh, Deep Impact and Asteroid right, and all Armageddon, those other movies that were like, yeah. yeah, that were like the same idea coming out all at the same time and just one of them got popular. Mm-hmm. Okay, so time travel, debunked. <laughs> or bon- or un- Bunked? undebunked. Seemed like they did a pretty good job. Time travel is strange, right? It's kind of fun, but it can really go... That's why this was pretty good. It wasn't too heavy handed, right. I think. Well, and they didn't spend a lot of time worrying about it. And there was one point where they're like, eh, I, the sheriff was like, I don't like time travel movies. It's always really confusing and you can't understand them. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Well, and I like too that, that she did change the future and it was fine. Like every right. time travel movie is like, oh, you can't change the future and it's going to be disastrous and people are going to die and all this stuff. Yeah. And she changed the future. It's just like, oh, here, you got to read this book to figure out what the fuck's going on and your right. name's different right. now. Yeah. But. Can I talk to you guys something about something completely off topic, but it makes me think about time travel, but even though not at all. It might be off topic, but it would be on brand. <laughs> all right. So, you know, I'll, I'll go, I'll do two of these. So when it comes to time travel, I always think about it like this when they talk about like, oh, uh, anything you change. Well, I'm like, what if you squash a bug that like bit somebody later that they died from malaria or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it's called the butterfly you, yeah. effect. There's a right, whole movie right, about it. Right, right. <laughs> and I'm like, so so when you go into a whole thing, you're like, this is a whole, it's so small. Right. The things you could change that could change everything. Yeah. That what's the yeah. point of even thinking about it, right? But recently, I've been thinking a lot about Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. Okay. And. As you do. This time the sci- The science seems pretty believable. <laughs> but. Do you know what I don't love in that movie? What? How come when the dinosaurs walk, the entire earth shakes no, everywhere they go? Sometimes. 
<laughs> Most Only of the when time. the fences are yeah. off. <laughs> sure. When the fences were on, no yeah. shaking. <laughs> no shaking, right. <laughs> but, like, you can hear, like, I can understand when they're walking through the woods and, like, you know, they're clomping on some trees. You might hear a tree get cracked. But it's rattling the earth. That's not how, di- there's no way that's how dinosaurs walked. Earth shaking constantly. So your issue is that it's unrealistic <laughs> because of how much the earth shook. But the rest because of it, totally fine. Dead on. Dead yeah. nuts yeah. on. Yeah. No problem whatsoever. No problem with that frog DNA allowing them to nope. switch genders at will. <laughs> nope. The the embers with the mosquito. Right. It all just, it all cuts perfectly down the line. Uh-huh. It's not even how you say that, but it's, <laughs> it's there. Okay. And I'm here for it. Um. Probably, did you like when they played? Wait, did you like the dodgeball scene? That was fun. She's like, "How is this legal?" <laughs> and they're just destroying people. I like when you guys I played don't dodgeball. Hear your gross children's blood on me. <laughs> <laughs> when you guys played dodgeball, were you out if you got hit in the face? I don't think we I, ever played dodgeball I, in my gym class. I never played dodgeball. What kind of snowflake schools? Oh, you go to your home school or something. I played dodgeball in high school a little. Yeah, well, we played it all the time, but we weren't allowed to hit in the face. So if you got hit in the face, you could keep going. Which, if you got hit in the face, you should stop. (laughs) Not if you got in the face, whoever threw the ball was out. Oh, that might have happened. That's more realistic. (laughs) The 80s. I'll tell you what. We we used to play this weird game in gym class in high school. It was... um, we would play capture the flag. Sure. Yep. In a small uh-huh. gym. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. With nothing to hide behind and with all the lights on. Right. <laughs> and it was just this idea of like that corner is the jail, that corner is the flag, and when our gym teacher says go, you go up to the <laughs> line and you try yeah. and grab people and drag them onto your side, and then they have to go to the jail. And you just try to drag <laughs> enough peak bodies Do over remember, the line. Do you remember playing the game where you sat the on those little the like crawler things and rolled around with your feet and kicked a ball? Like you know those things. Those those things. You know those things you could go under a car with. No, no. <laughs> they were half that size. They were little squares, and you rolled around, and you yeah. had to hold yeah, on to the sides yeah. and push. You mean like a piano dolly? <laughs> it was little. Oh, we like had those things, dolly. I guess. And we rolled around with those, and we kicked a ball. But like, all you do is get your fingers run over, or like fall off thing and get crushed. Like, what is happening? What you know? Mm-hmm. I, what I like, I appreciate about this movie was it was making fun of the eighties, but it didn't go crazy. It was pretty. Like that's my childhood. I wasn't in high school, but there was a. It wasn't that bad. Yeah, but see, that was my almost problem mm. with her shock and disbelief is that they didn't exaggerate it too much, and she was like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe it's different." Sure. Which fine, right? Whatever. It's fine. You got to have the jokes, yeah. You know, because it's a comedy. Well, and this was clearly a. A movie that is about the '80s for people who didn't grow up in the '80s. Right. Yeah. Like, there's parents yes. for the kids of the, the people that grew up in the '80s. The the parents are like, oh yeah, that's kind of familiar. But like the jokes and everything is is yeah. geared toward a toward the younger generation than us. I feel like, and it's you know, I I appreciate that nowadays too. You can make a movie that goes back and 
I'm not saying that the things that happened in the 80s were harmless, but like the worst they have is like people were kind of dumb and kind of in their own worlds and didn't pay attention to other people. When we were mm. kids, our movies to make fun of people was all like, oh, look at these guys playing Russian roulette in the jungle of Vietnam. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's a little bit better. Like the world has gotten a little better <laughs> progressively, you know. I had, I had, <laughs> I did have one Cadillac. All right, let's do um, it. When she says, if I don't figure out how to make this time machine work, you better go back and study your Reaganomics. <laughs> yep. They weren't calling it Reaganomics <laughs> then. It was just economics. Sure. Uh, yeah. It was, I don't know. I think it was pretty fun. I enjoyed this movie, but let's see what Bill had to think about it. I'm, I'm curious. We should probably get to the oh, clamometer. Wait, no. no oh, okay. You can talk about it after. You're fine. We should probably get to the clamometer. Oh, yeah. I think we're going to keep it. <laughs> Just a bunch of shit cut together. I almost did a spit take. I don't know why the clamometer sounds like bongo drum. <laughs> Come on. This whole thing went sideways real quick. Yeah, kilometer and, uh, I mean, clamometer and homework. I, I said kilometer. I said clamometer. We, Rick, we both just said clamometer <laughs> instead of kilometer. <laughs> All right. What were we going to say, Bill, just I, real I was quick? I just going to say, what is it about the events that happened in the 80s that changed this girl from the, the side character, the supporting actress? What changed her from becoming a, you know, kind of tired, deadbeat mechanical worker to a successful bioengineer? Just the fact that she realized her time machine worked. I think so. And, or and maybe she's had the confidence from high school on, you know, and she didn't have to, you know, she was probably picked on before that. And also, are we just assuming that they never used time travel again and they didn't feel the need to go save the first three girls now that they knew who the killer was? <laughs> well, didn't, didn't they say that like her technology was completely dependent on the iPhone and the amount of power they needed from the, amusement park machine was going to destroy it. But don't you think she could have worked on that? Well, yeah, it's possible, but I, I just thought that that, that time machine was destroyed. That's why she didn't ever use it again. Yeah, I guess it just also is one of those things. that's like, well, you could go back in time to when there was still an iPhone and still prevent that girl's mom from being murdered. Right. Without changing mm. everything but everything changed for the better so <laughs> right so why mess with it you know except you know what's interesting is the killer when it says that he went crazy because of the murder of his dad mm -hmm. that would be a fun story to see because of how it worked out right yeah. because they say that you know you go back and so he just has nowhere to go one other one back. other problem i have with both back to the future and this and every other time travel uh-huh. Rick, if Okay. If here we go. If your son, who's uh -huh. what, he's like seven now? Yes. Uh when your son's fourteen, uh-huh. If he looks exactly like your best friend from high school, <laughs> right. <laughs> would you be like, whoa, something's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Like, well, like who was part of like the most traumatic formative experience of your life. Right. Well, <laughs> right. How about, how about in back to the future specifically when they're like, when he's like, 
you know, name your kid. Like, she's like, Marty, what a good name. So she even named her kid Marty. Right. And he grows like, up to look exactly and if he like Marty. Accidentally lights the sets fire to rug the rug. On fire, go yeah. easy on right. him. Right. <laughs> yeah. You'd think that that stuff would stick in your memory yeah. a little bit. Because, yeah, she had quite the experience. Right. She had already mm-hmm. talked about the enchantment under the sea dance before he went back in time, mm-hmm. which, and also, this thing about, okay, time travel. He's going to go back in time, right? So hasn't he already gone back in time? Right. Well, he never didn't right. go back in time. But that's the that's the diverging <laughs> universes <laughs> right. threads yeah. theory, right. right? Have you ever seen the movie Primer no. or Primer? Depends on what country you're from. If you speak the British language, um, we should watch that sometime. I have certain exposures in my life to the it, British it, language. People like to consider it the most accurate time travel movie. Okay. <laughs> Scientifically accurate, kind of like Human Centipede. <laughs> Medi- that, no. medic- med- medically accurate okay. that's what they say about it. that's what they call it all right let's get to the clamometer let's go back to the clamometer okay. we're already there no I, drop. let's go back in time to the clamometer i thought back this movie time. had parts of it that were funny i mm. i don't like slasher movies because they are pretty vapid shallow you don't like scream not really oh i thought you did there's okay. there's a certain amount of it that's fun because it's like the original kind of pop comedy horror thing, you know, that isn't really horror. <laughs> sure. I like Scream better than any of the other stupid horror stuff we've watched, right? Okay. But um, this one was just kind of, it's like you said, it was playing with Back to the Future. It was playing with Scream. It was playing with time travel. It was just sort of like, let's be funny and play around with all of these ideas that other people have come up with. There wasn't anything very like original or creative about this. And it wasn't like, I don't know. There, there was nothing amazing about it. That, there was the stuff we've talked about that was fine. And that was funny. And that was interesting, but I did not, I did not love watching this movie. I did not like the experience of watching this movie more than a lot of other things. It was fine. But I was like, towards the end, I wanted, I, I was looking on Prime. I was like, oh, I wish Prime had like a two times speed so I could get through these stupid like fight scenes because it's just so like, yeah, we, we know what's going to happen here. Right. Um, oh, what fight scenes? There wasn't that many. The dollhouse of horror thing. That wasn't very long. I know it was too long for me. I didn't like it. <laughs> okay. I, the only part I liked was when the, the cop girl stabs. In with the sickle. I didn't do it. <laughs> no, yeah. stabs yeah. with the sickle. They're like, that thing was real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. My dad gave it to me. So there was me. enough funny stuff that I don't want to destroy your year and your percentages from the yeah, beginning. Yeah, this, this movie should not and, do it. And creating the bar, but it, it was like on the edge. So I'm going to give this movie a 51. <laughs> Ryan, what would you give this movie on the white meter? Whoa! Oh. <laughs> Uh, this movie would probably get a 63. All right. And Rick, what would you score it on the, uh, Oh, I don't know. It was like a 72 per scale. 72. Yeah. It was fun. I think this movie is fun. I watched it twice. The f- score of 51 puts this movie one degree above deer hunter. <laughs> and Four degrees below sideways. Which were, wasn't on the same scale. Right. Would sideways have beat 50%? Degrees. 
Yeah. Oh, this new scale is degrees. <laughs> it's always been degrees. <laughs> you horses ass. Um, no, no, no. Sideways would have been below fifty. I I really okay. disliked watching that movie. Gotcha. Um, All right. Okay. Well, I'm concerned, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna go. I have a movie picked out that this is my first big swing. I think. Don't you agree, Ryan? Yeah. Yeah. For the podcast, I think that this could really go either way, but that's okay. I have, I can, I can miss what three or four. Well, it depends yeah. on how many, depends we, how many do. we do. Yeah, you can miss four out of ten. All right. Um, we did, we did twenty. Yeah. Nine, twenty-eight you movies. Get, you get nine year. horrible movies, Rick. <laughs> okay, I can do it. All right. So this is a movie that I would have to think. I have to go look back. I don't know when it was released or like if it was an indie movie, this is one of those things. This is kind of like uh, attack the block where I just discovered it on my own and didn't know anything about it. And I liked it. I thought it was fun and I haven't watched it in years. Uh, but recently after watching attack the block, you said you liked gang movies. I think so. So yeah. well, I know this is the problem. You're not sure <laughs> if you do or not. So I didn't go. I have a gang movie that I'd want you to watch. In the I mean, future, I like to attack the block. Right. I like the untouchables. Okay. And I like newsies. So I like Perfect. gang yep. movies. Yeah. So I, okay. You know, what's funny. I did take that into account because I have a couple gang movies. I want you to see in the future, but I need to give myself a little more cushion for the year before I start throwing these movies at you. Yeah. You know, the new Jack cities of the world. So I thought I'd mm. step into gang movies with another, a little easier. You're going to start gang yeah. movies off with a bang? <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, this one is called Green Street Hooligans. Okay, um, never heard of it's it. Kinda, it's kind of hard to find, but it's on um, YouTube streaming for free. Okay. So real easy to find, actually. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Bill, do you want to guess what it's about? Well, I'm guessing it's going to be about a gang that... Uh, torments Green Street. So I don't know. Maybe they'll they'll be fighting against the Red Street hooligans, and it'll be a, a clash of gangs. You know, like a whole. Oh, I like uh, the Jets and the Sharks and the Snapping. What's that one? Uh, <laughs> West Side Story. Side yeah. Story. See, I like gang movies. Yep. Um. um yeah. So there, I'm, there's I'm guessing no, there's... it's going to be a, a modern West Side Story with no music. There's no words in that title to give you any clue what this is about green street hooligans. Yeah. No, just okay. that they're hooligans. Okay. Hooligans on green street. And you, you know what hooligans are? Yeah. Riffraff ragamuffins. Interesting. Okay. We'll, uh, we'll get to that next week. I'm not allowed to say jizzies anymore. <laughs> 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 and on that note, we'll say goodbye to okay. Bill. See you guys. Okay. Sounds good. Bye. All right. You really laid that up for him and he still didn't I, pick, I know. figure it out. I know. Well, I mean, I know it's not like, I don't think the definition would say anything about soccer or football, but it, a hooligan is pretty yeah. set as a soccer thing, right? Yeah. Soccer hooligan. Right. Um, I, I, according to the dictionary, it just means like a violent Usually a young man who engages in rowdy or violent behavior, especially part of a group or gang. Ruffian, hoodlum. I mean, he got it right, but I thought that it would 
usually that to me talks about soccer hooligans, you know? Yeah. I mean, the first time I ever heard the term hooligan was in, in the sentence or in the phrase soccer hooligan. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so I just rewatched this before I assigned it to, or when I signed it to him, he's a little bit mm-hmm. behind me. Um, it's, it, it holds up to what I hope. I mean, it's, it's not quite the first time I saw it. I saw it when it first had come out and I liked it more then, but I still enjoyed it. I thought I wasn't going to, I was worried, but I liked it enough. Yeah. Um, I think it's a fun little ride. It's kind of, I mean, it's the story is a little basic and, but I think it gets into the story good enough. It moves. He did just say he didn't like the, I don't know, 32 second fight scene in totally killer. That's going to be a problem if he doesn't like fight scenes, because there's a (laughs) few of those in this movie. Um, But there's some good, there's some good talking points in this movie about male ego, mostly. Mm-hmm. And I think it'll be interesting. Is do you think he'll be thrown off by Elijah Wood not being Frodo? Maybe, yeah, that could happen. But I thought that was the fun part when I saw this the first time because I was like, "What is Elijah Wood doing in this movie?" And mm-hmm. he still, and the whole time, you know, he ends up he's still like kind of he still was like Elijah Wood the whole time. He never never really pulls right. it off. But that's kind of the point, I think. Um, but we'll get into the. The stuff next week when we talk about it. Well, and I like Claire Florilani too. Yeah. Or Lonnie. This was the I... first place I ever saw Charlie Hunnam also. Oh. I nice. had I hadn't I mean he wasn't in Sons of Anarchy yet. Um, yeah. I didn't So Yeah. I have not seen this movie. Oh, interesting. So this will be the first time I'm watching it as well. Oh. I've I've been aware of it. I yeah. know it's been like I've been aware of it since like the Netflix DVD era. Like it was one of my suggestions and it just never, never got to it. Right. Oh, I thought, um, you, I thought you had seen it. I guess. No. I don't spoil anything no. for you. I didn't, I think you're good. I think you figured, yeah. I think you know what it means when I say green street I, hooligans. <laughs> yeah. I think I know what the movie is about. Yeah. Um, um, I actually got, well, we'll I got lots of talk about. So um, I think Bill's going to give this a 53. Uh, I'm just going to guess he's going to give it a 41 because <laughs> yeah. it's Bill. That seems fair. All right. Well, we'll talk about it next week. Yeah, that we will. Well, I think it about wraps it up for this week. I really want to thank all of the listeners out there. We really do appreciate you. Please take a minute to check out our socials. We are on Instagram at Miseducation of Bill. We are on Twitter at Miseducation of Bill. And please, please email us at miseducationofbill at gmail.com. Make sure to subscribe, rate, and like us on all of your favorite podcast apps. You can find us on all of the major apps, Spotify, Apple Music, and anywhere else you can find your podcast. A special thanks goes out to Wyatt Only and The Wreckage for letting us use their music on the podcast. You can find them on Spotify and at woatw.com. Talk to you later. All righty, bye. Bye.
Another dream. 